Hello, my name is Karis Rianne. And I'm Ashton Clark. And you're listening to the Women X Film Festival podcast. We are back with the second part of our behind the scenes of the 2023, 2023, 2023, 2023, 2023 Women X Film Festival. What are we doing again? I, I I thought we were doing like sort of behind the scenes and recap. But that's, if that's, you want what to do else. that's what we're doing. It's all good. Okay. But this is another part of Podmas. So I've got questions for you again. Are you excited for this? Oh, I'm so ready. Let's go. Okay. What is your favourite tree decoration on your tree? Ooh. Okay, so like I don't have one because we have like a tradition. Okay. And Tell we tend I love to traditions. Add... I know. So like our new thing is that and my mum kind of hates it because she loves a coordinating tree. But our new thing is that we oh, get a you new kids. Yeah, I know. Terrible but we get a new decoration every year and I like it's that. I like, quite like that. I want more. yeah but it's always like a themed thing so she started it by getting us like a hamburger and fries because like that's our favorite takeaway orders and then I think one year I got like a little golfing Santa for my dad because he's a golfer um this year I have my eye on an uno card set you have your tree eye ornament. on a tree on I do look it starts early for me it starts really early for me because like we all like to play Uno in this family and it gets quite intense. But we have it on the tree and then like I managed to get like a little one that looks like my dog one year. Aww. It's like the trees, the tree looks very chaotic, but all the ornaments are very meaningful. So I can't I pick like just one. I feel like we've gone back good. to that though. I feel like there was a theme, there was a trend where it was like very authentic, not authentic, um, aesthetic Christmas trees all matching. But now I quite like the, I love the chaos of like random ornaments that mean something. I've started mm-hmm. doing that. I will say, I will say. Okay, Real tree or artificial tree? I prefer a real tree. Okay. We have gone fake recently just because, like, they've got really expensive. They're really expensive. And also, they don't last as long. And dogs, aren't they, like, the pine needles and stuff? I've never had one in my life, by the way. uh, Fair enough. I mean, I think we're quite lucky. My dog's never been too bothered. Okay, okay. But it is yeah. just, yeah, every day you've got to hoover up all the pine needles. Is it every is... day? I mean, it depends on how well you keep your tree watered and how good the tree is. You have is, to water but... your tree? Yeah, you've got to put a little bit of water in. Otherwise, it will just dry out and then all the leaves will be gone. And then by December, you've so got to learn. But where does the water go? One. So, like, you have a little, um, so, you know, like, it's just a stump at the bottom. So, if yeah. you, just, you can't stand it upright. So, you've got, like, a little, like tree holder like a tree holder yeah yeah and then you can just put a little bit of water in there because like it's obviously in like a tube the bottom of the tree goes in like a tube to hold I am it i'm learning so much honestly as i'm saying I'm this, I'm like, this is a lot of effort like i'm really glad we've gone with a fake one <laughs> yeah i've never had one i've never had one like we didn't have one as kids yeah. we had like, like a synthetic one and when i moved into this house i bought one although i think it's getting a bit battered now bless it um so i was like oh do i get a real tree but then yeah you've put me off i'm not gonna lie uh, yeah, I'm not going to, um, but also like, this is the thing, like we also did it because we calculated how much money we would spend on a live tree every year. And yeah. we're like, it makes more sense to just put a chunk of money down on a, on a, on a fake one. And because... it's nice as well. Like I really want to do that whole, like, well, let's go out and find a tree and then try and fit it in the car. But, yeah, oh my God. Every year without fail, every year without fail, just be the wrong size. <laughs> like, you thought you knew, and then you just you just go home in the car, like squished to one side because there's a giant great big tree there. 
Um, so I, I would suggest if you want to do that, just get maybe like a mini one for the crisp, like for the oh, a mini one. Or... Yeah, that's that a good idea. nice if you still want to go and get out because, like, I love the smell of Christmas tree, and that's the only thing I do. I don't miss. even know what it smells like. I feel like a re- I feel like an orphan right now. I've never smelled a Christmas tree before. Please, sir, can I sniff your tree? Well, this is the thing. B and Q do like these little sachets that you can like hide in your fake trees, so it smells like a real tree. And I just think that's weird. This is a lot of effort, right? I know. I barely right? remember to turn the lights on half the time. I know. Goodness <laughs> me. Okay, what is the favorite Christmas gift that you've ever received? Oh, God, oh the- I wish you could see Ashton's face right now, listeners. She looked so scared and shocked. I don't want to give the wrong answer. <laughs> <laughs> Who's listening to this? Well, look, on I don't know. I'll find out when someone brings me up and is like, "How? How could you not think about this?" But it, I was, like, oh. Long time though. Like, how many years of Christmases have you had? Like, you, nobody could judge you on that. Surely, exactly. Is exactly. it? It's got to be from when you're a kid. Surely, is it from when you're a kid, or are you thinking recent times? I was thinking recent times because my memory is really bad. That's the yeah, <laughs> yeah. end. To be honest, someone's probably listening, thinking, "Karis, you have had a real tree, and you do know what it smells like." <laughs> I'm trying to think of myself actually like I feel like there's some that like a sentimental from the person all the time and like obviously as a kid like it's different I remember one year I got an ironing board and I was really excited like a, a kid as a kid, a kid oh kid okay <laughs> like a toy one okay yeah. if I got one now I'd be like what would you give me that for <laughs> I mean that is kind of the thing like sometimes like because I remember one year like it was sort of I think it was just money towards a bigger thing and you're like oh, yeah, yeah. Money. and it's really boring but like it's it's the idea that you're yeah. going to get something different for it, I feel like as a line, kid when you got given like... money you'd be like oh the possibilities I can get this I can get this I can get this I can get this yeah I... this this is so so put me on the spot and I'm looking around like I'm gonna find the answer I'm just not <laughs> we can come back to it you can spend some time thinking about it while we talk about women x day two yeah, let's do that. Let's do that. Let's do that. Okay, so women next day too. Um, so as as Ashton said in the last episode, if you listened, we um finished the day day one quite late, and then we started day two quite early again because as much as there wasn't a lot of setup to do, we did have to move things from one side of the building to the other, um, which I don't think I'd do again. By the way, as well. Yeah, because I just feel like there was that fear that you'd leave something behind or forget yeah. it. I feel we like also maybe did... next time we'd probably do it the night, the night before. Yeah, potentially. Like, I think, yeah. yeah, maybe it's one of those things it's like, okay, let's spend the 30 minutes. We're all knackered, but let's do it now because then potentially we can sleep in in the morning. Very true. Very true. Also, mm. I feel like we, so when we're back, backstage off the, the main theatre that we use, we've got three rooms. So we have two dressing rooms and we have a green room. And this year I said, right, one of the dressing rooms is storage only. And the other dressing room is for personal belongings because the amount of times... Do you remember the year that we all bought the same bag as well? We all had the same woman X bag. So you can never <laughs> find your own stuff. Um, yes. So I think, we yeah, we could probably like utilise that. And there's a big like um, hallway behind the stage as well where you can put stuff. So that's one for next year, I think. Mm. The, the first year we did the first one person, we had the venue for... Was it three days or four days? We were there for four days, but the festival's three days long. Yeah, yeah. So I felt like we had a lot of time to like get things sorted. Whereas with this festival, we were only there for like two days, and last year we were only there for two days. So we're kind of like in and out. But I think one thing I did like though, this is going on off subject, is we had office time before and after. 
which was I loved having office time with you the day before it was lovely because we didn't have that we worked together for I mean Ashton have worked together for six years um and we rarely have worked together in the same space no but maybe two weeks worth that's it not even that add all the days up I don't think that much yeah no not really so much of our office time is just zoom time (laughs) It's just Zoom time. Before it was a big thing, mm. pre pre pandemic. Um, so in the morning we had this was the first time we had done three events back to back. Now the reason behind this is is that the funding for the children's theatre we got really late in the day, um, because we'd gone from some other funding but we didn't get it, and then we were kind of like, not, not I don't know how to describe it. I think I was just like not very optimistic that we'd get any funding. Um, mm. And I think and it's a confidence thing. And we've we've said this like off, off the record as well, that sometimes we don't go for things because we think, oh, we won't get it anyway. And I've really got to stop doing that. <laughs> um, but we got the funding anyway for the children thing. So very late in the day, we had to add that onto the cinema um, and add it on, get a different room, get more tech equipment, things like that. So that's why we had three events running at the same time. But also... As it was a children's event, we couldn't really have that as our second event because adult members couldn't go to it because for safeguarding, we kept it for just families. And also, who wanted to see the Gruffalo? I mean, we did have some people try and turn up for the Gruffalo. Yeah, I did have people trying to go because it was up the stairs. They were like, oh, is uh, the uh, homegrown screening there? I was like, no, Mm -mm, it's mm -mm, children. mm -mm. Um, But that was very different for us. So we've never done children's screenings before. and I'm trying to remember how far back we wanted to do this because we've definitely spoke about this another year. Yeah, no, definitely. I think it must, the idea must have started around 2021 because yeah. you were expecting back then. So I think it was like yeah. something that was more on your mind already. We were looking for children's films a couple of years ago. So that makes sense. Mm. Um, but we couldn't, we didn't have any to program we couldn't source it I think we had like one but we didn't we didn't love it um and we wanted to have families involved and also we wanted to make it more accessible so like with our family screening we didn't have like standard seats we had like comfortable floor seats and we also offered a um relaxed screening for neurodiverse families um and I just cried for the whole thing because the stories we got told and the children were just so lovely the families were so grateful and like to be to facilitate someone's first ever cinema experience because they're unable to go to a mainstream cinema because of the sound and the lights just felt, I was like, okay, this is why we do this. This is why we're doing that. Um, It just felt incredible. But setting up that space as well was so great. So we covered the floor in autumn leaves. We had um, like all the Gruffalo teddies. We had little activity stations um we'd never done it before like considering how long we've worked in film festival events and it was so I much have, fun to put together it was it was amazing like literally this was for full context this was completely Karis's brainchild and she Thank came you. in here and just completely transformed this space like it looked so sweet and it was so engaging and like I was in I was a screening manager for this one so again I was hidden behind my little black curtain but it was really sweet to have these parents come in with their kids and be like wow like this looks incredible and they were so keen to start playing with everything and it it, oh my god it was incredible it was so so sweet and it's just just yeah all these little kids running around there was oh did I tell you there was a little one so we scattered all these leaves on the floor to make it look like a forest and there was a little one picking up all the leaves and trying to help (laughs) us tidy bless them (laughs) 
bless them i kept all of them as well they're all like loose in a box because I, I think because i have this thing where i'm like um right oh i'll just get rid of that i won't use that again and then this year so many of the team were like no pack it away because we are doing that again um oh, look you threw away the quiz decorations in 2022 and then and you had to had rebuy the same decorations same ones. <laughs> and they were more expensive hashtag inflation <laughs> because so i we didn't, like, I didn't know i didn't know like if we were going to do a 2000s theme again i didn't know if we were going to do a quiz again but then i didn't realize that what we've created works very bloody well so i've learned my lesson but now mm-hmm. i keep everything which is terrible <laughs> i've got 25 disco balls hanging around <laughs> it's going to be a disco theme every single year um yeah. but yeah we had that we had we did three screenings of the gruffalo um and it was just so magical um and really lovely the other side of the building you had zine making going on which was so popular really? i don't know whether it's because it was an early morning thing and maybe if they didn't want to see the first film screenings they still want to be part of the festival um but that was so popular we had to literally be like right can you stop now because we have to close the session move on and um, we had a homegrown screening which is always so popular um because everyone brings their family um, and it was really great to see grandparents come to that as well which was great although some behind the scenes so that screening started late and obviously when your first screening of the day starts late you do panic um and we had a few we had few team members that didn't turn up to work because they were unwell um so it was a little bit chaotic behind the scenes we had to actually test that screening while the audience were inside the screen, which just makes me cringe just thinking about oh, it. I just, yeah, it makes me want to just like, it, I, I feel like because like for us, it's not like we're trying to be like, this doesn't happen. Like, we're perfect. We don't make mistakes. Of course, but I think it's just for us, like it kind of ruins the magic a little bit. Like you're seeing behind the curtain and we don't want that. Yeah. Not that, yeah, we don't, we obviously want you guys to realize that we're doing this stuff. Of course, why would else would we make a podcast? But yeah, it just, it just feels like we sort of, yeah, ruined the magic a little bit. And little I feel bit, like that's yeah. just our perfectionism speaking. It was, oh, majorly. And do you, the perfectionism in me is such a toxic and negative trait. I need to just have more therapy on to work through. Um, but I think it's just because I like things to be good. I like things to be nice. But I, we are human and we do make mistakes. And, you know, miscommunication. It was like, don't let anyone in until the screening starts. And someone thought, okay, well, it says here the screen's starting at, you know, 10.50. So I'm going to open the door. But the screen hadn't started because we had a test run. So, and then there was a mic stand that went missing. <laughs> it was a whole thing. So that screening started late. But it was fine because we, this year, we had put in 30 minutes turnaround times in between screenings and q a's so once the film finished the q a would start and then we had 30 minutes and i did that because of things like this happening it's called contingency it's called a safety plan it's called forward planning um so we were able to utilize that it was still very stressful i did cry i think i swore i apologized um but it was all good first screen of the day done out the way q a very popular then we started our panels. So our panels this year were all on the Sunday. How many panels have we done over the year, do you think? The first year, obviously, they were online. The mm. second year, we were going to do one in person, but then the person couldn't make it. So we pre-recorded it and showed it in the cinema. And then we did live podcasts and they were live. Um, did we do any the third year? I was trying to remember. Yes. yes, of course. Yeah, last did. year. Yes, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. We did we did, I think, the most we've ever done last year. Yeah, so we did what yeah, we did, and they were very popular. So this mm. year, again, 
it was late funding. So we didn't get the funding to do the panels because panels are actually one of the most expensive things of a festival because you have to um, obviously have a space to host the panel. You have to have the technical elements, which is microphones. You have to pay for panelists. You have to pay for travel, sometimes accommodation. Um, so they are expensive to put together. Um, so we got the funding in late for that. So we had them upstairs, which we had used before, the attic. We called it the attic. It wasn't called the attic. It was called the rehearsal space. But, you know, add a bit of flair to it. Um, mm-hmm. But we had it in the attic. The attic was very hot. There was no air con. We had emergency lights that we couldn't turn off, which actually makes a lot of sense because they are emergency lights. Um, <laughs> and then we we bought a projector screen to put like a backdrop on because one panel we had was Sarah Grant did a book reading, which we've never done before as well. Very, very popular. And she had a presentation. So um, we had the projector screen, but then trying to get the projector screen together, it was like, okay, that's too far. That's too blurry. Okay, move in. Okay, move out. And then this is the funniest thing that happened. And she won't want me telling this story. So we spent about 10 minutes setting up the projector, put the projector on the table. I think it had like two bits of cardboard, a bit of paper, and then like a little box wedged up. So it was just the right angle. Jade, bless her, come along. I was like, hi, I've bought your clipboard. Move the projector from where it was. Put the clipboard down. And I just looked at her and I thought, I can't tell her what's happened. I can't tell her what she's just done. I'm just going to have to take one for the team. Um, so that's what happens. We have to do it again. Um, so that's just to kind of give the behind the scenes that those panels were very, very popular, were very, very exciting. But putting the room together was was a hard task. So next year, yeah. no one's getting a backdrop. There is no presentations. We are just <laughs> talking, talking. Um, <laughs> Yeah, but we did a book reading for the first time, which was very different. I mean, the book is based on representation of women on screen and TV, so it very much fed into the festival. But it was such a different experience to have a book reading and a book signing, which was very popular. Uh, to be fair, I did, again, utilise Jade because I was in the middle of a screening and I just had to slide her my copy. And I was like, please go get this signed. <laughs> <laughs> please, please, I beg you. Because I also want to get it signed. I want to be part of the problem, but... Yeah, <laughs> of course, Absolutely. Yeah, we, but... we had um we had four screens that day, all in the theatre. So we had Homegrown, we had Pride and Pleasure, which was the most popular screening of the festival. Over ninety wow. people attended. Um, wow. we had Vignettes of Disappora, which so guided for Neha because Neha programmed this. It was all about um culture, and um it was really important to her. And unfortunately, none of the filmmakers could make it for the Q and A, so she didn't get to do the Q and A afterwards. Um, and then we had Live, Laugh, Love. We always do the comedy screening last. Have you realised this? Is this a purposeful thing? Have I said this I and have... just forgotten it? No. I didn't know. Do we actually? We've always on, done to... the comedy screening last in the day. That's wild. I'm sure we've done it all four years. I fully believe you, but like, what is our subconscious doing? Maybe we just want people to cheer up before they have to go. I don't know. It's a weird one, isn't it? Huh. I know. Strange one. So we did four screenings. All well, three with Q and A's, very full on. Um, we did a networking drinks this year, which we haven't done before. We had a really lovely partner, well, incredible partner actually. Festival formula. Um, we did some drinks. Um, and then we had a gap. So our award show. You were already at the awards uh, ceremony setting up, and I was at the uh, networking drinks. I and mean, you know what we were just saying now, like we find networking really hard to pull off. Like people always feel a bit awkward about it. Yes. Or they just don't really know how like to really get into it. 
this year, I mean, obviously we must have smashed it and Festival Formula absolutely smashed it. We had to kick, we had to kick people out. Like people just wanted to stay and chat and I had to literally come up to them and be like, I'm so sorry. You have to leave. You have to leave. I know you're having a lovely conversation carry it out it's so like, hard to I, do it's the like, worst thing i felt like such a dickhead because i was like this is what we've always wanted we want people to connect and join together and i was like can you do that in the cafe downstairs but we have to leave the rooms that's the thing like we can't stay extra in the rooms otherwise we get charged um exactly and even if it's like five minutes it's hard so the biggest thing as well was so you had like two hours no you had two and a half hours two and a half hours um, from the end of the festival to the start of the award show. So people could go back to that hotel if they wanted to, if they could get changed or people wanted to go home. Um, but it started raining. And I don't mean like raining. It was chucking it down. So people weren't leaving the venue because it was raining. But we had to leave the venue because we had to get to the award show venue. And also the hire had stopped. So Ashton, I was like, what do we do? Because they're not leaving because they're talking and chatting and having a great time. And also it's pissing it down outside and no one wants to go outside. So, yeah. So I once again, and literally it was so bad because then I was like, hi, remember me when I kicked you out of the networking? I now have to kick you out again. (laughs) I'm back. I was like, it's just me, the bouncer. (laughs) But to be fair, I genuinely was. And I think because like some of the other people like, we don't want to be mean. I was like, again put your customer service hat on it's about mm. not being mean but you're hurt like and again it's that thing of you don't want to ruin the magic of the festival but reality is we have paid to rent this place and we've now stopped so we have to leave yeah. and i think it's like if that... you're in a shop like if you're in a shop and you're yeah, like, shop, well, sorry, shop, like sorry boots, i'm having a really great conversation here with this producer they'll be like right you need to leave the shops exactly so it's that kind of thing of being like you know and i suppose that's again the customer hat like customer service type even that we were like okay really sorry but you know there's a pub down the way there's a bar actually at the award ceremony like get out of the rain but go there like we don't want you guys to get soaking wet but we also can't have you so it's like just providing an alternative and being really apologetic because yeah when you're having a lovely chat with someone there's nothing worse than someone just popping in being like hi scooch (laughs) bye bye so like yeah it was just about sort of explaining like this is this is the reality like we're gonna see you all again in an hour but you know bye. just meet yeah meet us there meet us there <laughs> it's a tough one and also because it was raining as well it's because like we we the team i was like right we're gonna walk over in sets like four with bits and pieces <laughs> but because it was chucking it down we got delayed getting to the award show so we had to set up in the last time that we had so when we get over to the award show we to be fair the the team at the um awards venue were just so lovely it's a very i think it's victorian it's a very old hotel in the town center only five minute walk away um but we had disco theme this year so we had to blow up disco ball balloons we had to make balloon arches we had to put up um we had a sweet cart this year we had to put up the pink carpet we had the roller banners so it was a very big team effort um and we had like we have like 10 tables it was the centerpieces so it was just getting everything done in quick succession whilst everyone was also getting ready but what was really lovely is that people went up like all right you two go up and get ready and then you two go up and get ready and then you two come down and you two get ready people kept coming downstairs and it was like a reality show because they'd all be wearing like a disco themed outfit so you're like right is anyone oh my god you look amazing right has anyone put the balloons up oh my god look at your boots oh right has anyone found that sellotape oh my god look at your dress it was the strangest <laughs> few hours that I've ever known I got dressed in the toilet very quickly (laughs) 
yeah I don't think I've like yeah fully quickest shower I've ever had in my life just being like looking like one hour on the clock but like, it was so I, humid like, do, yeah it, it was, was so humid, so humid. So humid. That like honestly, heat wave is the word for it. That just was so, never felt anything like it. Yeah, never. she was just trying to dry off, and it's just not doing. It was just not doing a thing. It was just so humid. But again, we can't control the weather. So that was just a hard one. But and, yeah. yeah, but yeah, what show itself? We... we had so we had welcome drinks. We had welcome soft drinks because we did an alcoholic networking, then we did a um, non-alcoholic networking to be accessible, and also again. It was very expensive otherwise. So, like, I think a glass of Prosecco per guest. Now, we had about 100 people at the award show. That would have cost us £600 just for one welcome drink, which we didn't have. Now, I'm giving real figures here just to kind of show you what the cost could be. So when people say, like, oh, it's lovely because I went and I had this and I had that. Um, and then we were going to get, like, some nibbles per person Again, and that would have cost us £600 as well. So, like, just for one welcome drink and, like, a, a few pretzels and chips and stuff, it would have been, like, £1,200. We just can't afford things like that. I think that was probably the entire budget of the award show. I think it was. probably. Yeah, probably. Yeah. And, like, that's the thing. Like, that's the decisions we have to have. We're like, okay, we can give everyone a drink and something to eat, or we can ask them to sort of pay for their own drinks but we can then also put on extra events within our award show and make yeah. it an actual event but we did you is... got quite a lot i feel like so when you you got a soft drink when you walked in there was a lot of variety of those we had a free candy cart so there's loads of sweets you could get um i ate them for quite some weeks afterwards as well because there was a lot left over um we yeah. had a cake which was gorgeous oh so stunning cute. cake stunning cake not a lot left of that either actually it went very far <laughs> That. um we had loads of prizes because we did bingo beforehand we handed out tons of prizes and obviously the award show itself we were so proud like the first two years we did the festival we couldn't afford like proper plaques like award plaques so it's so lovely to actually give out the awards it's really really lovely um but yeah we had big letters this year big disco letters um what else do we have this year that we didn't have before the pink carpet um, was bigger yes our like little photo backdrop was much bigger. Much bigger, much bigger. Um, I'm trying to think. We had like a full on. I feel like this the staging area. We had like the table. The awards was a lot bigger because last year I remember like the awards were stacked right in front of each other. Um, mm -hmm. but yeah, it just felt bigger. Um, and the disco theme went down really well. But um, but yeah, it was good. And then I just went a little bit too happy on the cocktails afterwards. <laughs> Which honestly. It's, it's one of those things that you say that because also it's relief we've made it but also don't forget like we we're saying we've been running around we've barely had time for food so it doesn't yeah, take it that many cocktails afterwards i can't remember i don't think we did i think i said i was gonna order a pizza to the hotel room and then i never ended up doing it <laughs> that sounds about right because well, like right. you said we had the we had the um catering so we had made sure we had something to eat but again, like you say, by by the time that we've wrapped up and we finish, we're kind of like just so completely buzzed. We're like, so, oh my God, yeah. we've done it. We've pulled off a festival. Yeah. And we had like, um, so there was about, I'm trying to remember how many were, there were of us. I think it was like 15 of us. And Abby, bless her, Abby took a coach home from the north to Essex at like one in the morning. So she was like, I'm just ready to go to bed. Um, <laughs> but then a few of us, we, we had leftover alcohol. Um, so I was like, well, I'm going back to my room. And this is my room number. And if anyone wants to join, this sounds a bit dodgy, but it's just mainly for an after party. 
<laughs> bit weird that. But obviously after the awardry, we have to pack up all the award stuff. So as yeah. much as we're having a good time and buzzing, we had to pack up the award stuff. But one thing we do every year, tell them about our tradition that we do at the end of the award show. Oh, every year, once again, we have to sadly kick people out. <laughs> Just and before the bouncer, really. I'm genuinely the bouncer, and it's so bad. Like I, I need like one of those little qualifications now. Get the armbands in. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So once everyone's gone home and we've got the whole place to ourselves, and before we try and do all the sad things of packing all away, we take a minute and we're. We have that minute. We're like, oh my god, we just pulled off another women X. We play Abba's Super Trooper every and year. We scream it at the top of our lungs, and we dance like lunatics. And it has now got to the point where the bar staff literally turn around and are like, oh, do you want your song Super on? Trooper? Yeah, yeah, it's going yeah. on now. It's going on. <laughs> so that was good. And it's like, even if you're tired, even if you've had like a filmmaker complain, which just happened, you still all dance to Super Trooper. So it's very special and in our hearts, I think. But yeah, after we packed the award stuff, we, I mean, we had a little after after party in my hotel room, like several of us, which was quite funny. Can't you. I think we just chatted nonsense. Yeah, I think we were just chatting. Someone broke out the Polaroid camera. <laughs> oh, yes. It was <laughs> so yeah. a couple of like really blurry shots. Really blurry shots. I'm so surprised we didn't eat anything because usually I'm starving don't... after a night like that. I don't know if there just was, I don't think there was any food left. Oh, oh no, because oh. we left, we packed it up and left it downstairs. That's we did. what we did because we, we found did. it. We did, we found it in the morning. We're like, oh, right, yeah. that's what we went. But yeah, so that yeah. was the end of the night. And then the next day, it was very much um, sorting through everything, putting things into storage, just deciding what we were going to recycle, deciding what we were going to stay behind. Um, and then post festival admin, which is like, we had a couple of award winners that didn't make the shows. We had to get their addresses. We had to sort out laurels. We had to go back to, um pay invoices because we are very proud that we pay invoices straight away um and then reporting like after the festival mm-hmm. so we have to report everything from how many people attended to screening how many people did this how many people did that like what did this what did that chase invoices because people don't pay mm-hmm. us um mm-hmm. so there was a lot a lot to it but mm. after everything i had a really good time and i'm really proud that we all pulled off a fourth international film festival Gosh, yeah, it's it's weird when you say that because, like, like you said, I've, we've been working together for sixty years, so I can remember 60. the day that you look. No, that was yeah. a Zoom glitch. Fifty-four to go. Fifty-four to go. <laughs> but this is it. Like, I remember you putting into the WhatsApp being like, "I want to do a one-day film event," <laughs> like whenever that was, and I was like, "Yeah, sounds good." And then sort of sitting around a table doing everything on Zoom. And we were like, oh, that was quite all right for a two-day thing. We pulled that off. And like to sit here now and be like, yeah, no, we pulled off an international film festival where we ran out of seats in basically everything we put everything on. Everything we did, so we ran out people... of seats. I forgot to say we ran out of seats at the award show because we, so last year we did it. We we had 10 tables. No, yeah, sorry, so. 2021, I can't remember how many tables we had, but three of the tables were just staff. One table was my entire family. And then the rest was filmmakers. The second year we did the award show, um, which was at the third festival, we had 10 tables and two of them were full of staff. This year I said, right, if we have a staff table, can we have it at the back? Because it's better for the filmmakers to be at the front. And then someone grabbed me and went, yeah, we've had to give up the staff table because we've sold out of seats. And I was like, oh, right. So, yeah. And like, again, I think it comes from that, like sort of we don't, back ourselves as much as we should no, but we it's always the confidence but we thing, do yeah. because we but we all always are like we'd rather have the place packed and know it's packed than overextended and look half empty but then we're 
then we do that and we're like oh but we're overflowing and everyone's sitting on each other's laps because we kind of forgot that we've created yeah we've got four years worth of incredible events under our belt and what always gets me at the award show is that people will come up to me and be like this was amazing like I've never been to a festival like this like I had these two girls come up to me this year and they were like this was our first film festival like we can only hope every yeah 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 and they were like and I think they were filmmakers as well they were like this is the first festival our films got into this is the first festival we've been to we only hope that every festival is like this like I we've never felt so welcomed like and like I, I I didn't know what to do because I was like I'm hearing all this positive stuff and and it's always mad to me that they feel that way about something I just I I make on like we help over zoom and we do over whatsapp and somehow this event Obviously comes out well. of it that people and when you get things like that when you look back so and you think them. oh my god that screening started late oh my god that film didn't play <laughs> tiny tiny things but at the time it happens it feels like you're going to die <laughs> it feels like the end of the world and yeah. they didn't even see that they didn't even feel like that like They're probably missing people... it now like huh okay yeah wait I didn't see that good (laughs) like the fact that they came away and they were just so excited and so inspired and it it did everything that is literally on our on our dream boards and on our wish fulfillment lists of we hope people come away like this yeah they do like it's 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 so rewarding to know this is everything we've ever wanted and like it is reaching the people we hoped it would reach and it's helping the people we want to help it is majorly and it's like you said as well there's like little things that we've always wanted that are so tiny in the grand scheme of it like we really wanted to have different color versions of tote bags like just to give choice and we did that this year we always wanted to have like I even forget of things now like we always want to do children's screens we always wanted to do like a panel on finances and we've said for like the brief conversation we've had about another edition of the festival because I was quite open about this wasn't I in the award show mm-hmm. when I spoke to the audience I was like you know this festival costs a lot of money to put on we don't make a profit from it and we're all volunteer-led it's so hard to get funding I mean you've probably heard me mentioned twice in this episode that a lot of sponsorship we got was very late in the day so I think moving forward for us it's very much like we definitely don't want to get bigger because that's more strain like we don't want to start setting out like 500 seat cinemas um we don't feel like we need to overexert ourselves to do any major improvements there's like fine touches but like I think you said it wasn't it we just want to be comfortable in what we're yeah. doing like the audience getting what they want we're not overburdened and overstretched we're we're happy with it um and I think that's kind of probably like a good focus the next edition is yeah okay what didn't work how can we fix that okay what would we like to do what's achievable what we yeah. know if we want to i don't know what's some question to end up the episode what's something at women x that you would love to do next year if there was if if, if there was no question of failure the budget was what this one thing you could have any budget you wanted for it what would it be because i remember asking this last year and it was quite interesting to some people yeah hang on i've got it i've li- because this is the thing I've you've just notes. looked at something what have you yeah, got, I've got- I've got my screen around. I've got post-it notes all over the place that have just random ideas for the festival at random points. Oh, stop! Oh, Ashton's making me very emotional because that's that's really lovely, dear. Because sometimes I do worry that no one wants to do this with me anymore. Are you kidding me? Like I literally said to you before we started, I said I've got my post-it notes. Have you not seen my post? I have you not seen my deranged voice notes at random times? Being like, this sounds crazy. Bear with me. I've had an idea. We never stop thinking about this festival. Like, 
it, we, like I said, I literally got home from the festival that day, put my suitcase in in the house, and literally opened my laptop and started thinking about new ideas and feedback. So you wrote a whole guide. I did because I I always want to make the the next edition stronger and more us and whatever is going to make our lives easier. All of that. Having said that, I have a yeah, I have found one of my many post its, and I feel like for me, it's. I would, yeah, if money was no objection, if we had everything going our way, I would love to have some sort of, and I don't know whether it's a panel, I don't know if it's a workshop, Mm. but it's something about finding a community or a network. Ah. Because for me, particularly, and I don't, I think this came out of the pandemic, but that idea of the, and, you know, seeing the filmmaking scene in the North of, you sit there and you go, I want to do something, I want to be creative, or I want to find friends who are interested in what I'm interested in how the hell do you do that Mm. you know I just want to create and we're all about creating that community space and we're really proud that we have created a whole community out of women x out of an idea and so I'd love to be able to show other people how to do that because I'm endlessly grateful for women x and Rianne pictures and I I, you know I want to I want to find a way of showing other people it (laughs) wait Karis go get some tissues I can't deal with this I'm too emotional well that's really lovely to hear and that's it's interesting yeah to hear that you want to do that yeah and it's it's, yeah, isn't, it funny? isn't it funny just to give you guys listening like an insight into ashton i've just said to her like you've got any budget possible and she's just like i just want to do something like nice like community like i think we should all wear versace gowns that you watch <laughs> <laughs> i mean i wouldn't object but no, no, no. <laughs> um goodness me yeah it's nice we did we do this like we always think ahead like okay what would you like to do what would you like to do what would you like to do um because we did quite a few different things this year like we had a script competition for the first time we had mm-hmm. children's program for the first time um so it was it was yeah we like to go ideas so i thought i'd just finish off with a quick roundup of things that you didn't know had happened um that i'd love to change next year so we ran out of lanyards because we yeah. had more people attend than we did. Also this year, we tried to be, um, we always tried to be more green as a festival, but we didn't have plastic cases for the landlords this year. Mm. So they just looped through, the, through the, the card, looped through the lanyard clip. However, this broke many lanyards. So I, yeah. I still can't find my staff card. That was lost to the ages. Oh no. I've got. If anyone went oh, home with my staff no. card, please post it to me. <laughs> just wondering if i've got it it probably got thrown away i'm not gonna lie to you i yeah i'm not gonna lie to you well it was recyclable so at least it got recycled um what's really funny is this year when we were thinking about things we wanted to do ashton said to me will you please take a lunch break and i did not take a lunch break all weekend so harris need to get that um yes there was that we also had we had theft this year yes theft we had theft yeah we got merchandise that was stolen um we had um oh oh thank you hello bella um put down a second um merchandise was stolen um and i think we should have less film screenings yeah i mean even as a screening manager who doesn't want to be put out of a job i do agree (laughs) but i think it comes from it comes from that perspective of like we have to think about the wellness of our staff and the audience members, like yeah. having to decide between one screening or another is really unfair. Or even just like spreading them out as well. So like we yeah. first year of the festival, it was meant to be a one day event. We ended up doing one and a half because we had so many great films we wanted to watch. I mean, screen. 
Second year, it was three days. That's only because we got the venue for three days um, for mm. free. The second year, we did two days, but an opening night. This mm -hmm. year, we did the same thing. We wanted to stretch into a third day, but it was too expensive. But this year, but mm -hmm. next time, we might we might spread it across three days. We're just mm -hmm. thinking about it. But yeah, I think having the same amount of films, but spreading them across might work. Yeah. I'm definitely not ready to go into like a week-long thing. God, could you? <laughs> no, I really can't. No. <laughs> like, we'd have enough ideas to fill it, I'm absolutely certain. I'm also booking a but spa day next year after the yeah. festival. You can come if you. Oh, want. I think so. Yeah, yes, please. <laughs> well, we'll have earned it. Who would have earned it? Absolutely, I was absolutely knackered afterwards, and also there's so much admin afterwards as well. And everyone yes. wants you for everything. Um, but anyway, but anyway, I hope you've enjoyed this little behind the scenes. We haven't done this before after the festival, mm -hmm. which I thought was quite nice. Um, but thank you so much for joining me, Ashton. Thank you for being part of another festival. I hope well, it sounds like you wanted to come back for the next one. It sounds great. Yeah, you're not getting rid of me now. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> um, thank you for listening to this another episode. I've been Karis Rian. I've been Ashton Clock. And we hope you have a very lovely Christmas, which sounds very strange to say as we are recording in October. But never mind. Merry Christmas. <laughs> <laughs>